0: to this week's episode of Feminine Hijinx, where we're here to reinvent the avasada 40 with sass, crass, and, and kick
1: ass. Woohoo! It's a new week, Suze. I know! Isn't
0: that a great thing? It's always a new
1: week whenever we're together.
0: It's always. It's Every moment is special. Celebrate the moments of your life. <laughs> I feel oh the God. need for some Café Francais.
1: I was gonna say, which commercial was that? Yeah, that That was was the International Coffees.
0: Yes. I can still
1: taste that.
0: Uh You know what? Not that long ago, like I was um, living over at the AML, so it was like four years ago or something. Uh, They had come out with the Pumpkin Spice, this General Foods International coffee. It was damn good. Like They still make it? They do. And they've got all, as far as I could tell, they've got all the original flavors. And then they have new ones, too. And I used to love the crap out of that Pumpkin Spice four years ago. It was delicious.
1: Oh, that is hilarious oh my Uh, gosh I kind of feel like I kind of remember that they all sort of tasted the same back in the day but I feel like cafe Vienna was my favorite oh
0: gosh (laughs) (laughs) what 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 kind of hint of something did that have
1: I don't fucking know I don't even (laughs) remember You know, what's funny is right now, it's making me think of those naughty coffees that you can get at the gas station. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You know, like when you're on a road trip and you go in and you're like, this coffee sucks. Like gas station coffee is usually terrible, unless it's quick trip. Quick Quick trips are great. They have great coffee. But Mm -hmm. if you're really in the mood for something sweet and naughty, you get a naughty coffee. And those are what they call cappuccinos you know in those mm-hmm. cappuccino machines
0: which are Hell like oh yes and you can put all the syrups who, in it oh god spoken from
1: someone who's owned a coffee shop that is the farthest thing from a cappuccino <laughs> you could ever get but I don't know I try not to drink them very often obviously they're just a treat because they I'm sure it's just sugar with a little bit of hot water in it
0: yeah like corn
1: syrup <laughs> that's it's more probably like the it. worst Ooh. anyway so that's what international coffees are to me but I feel like I need to try to find that now, although I'm not a pumpkin spice person,
0: so I don't think I'd look for that one. I'm not either, but I, for whatever reason, like I was like, this would be kind of cool to have in the afternoons, you oh, know, Yeah. <laughs> as I'm sitting around in my- my caftan (laughs) as you're celebrating the moments of your life celebrating all the moments but fall
1: oh coming up the fall with your pumpkin spice
0: oh well i am excited for today's show because you know i i love talking about inappropriate things (laughs) i love i love hearing the details of other people's intimate lives like I the, so today's about TMI and TMI too much information what it means to us and the kinds of things that we would or wouldn't be willing to hear and say right yes and I just put the two and two together that it doesn't
1: surprise me at all that you love this topic because of that's exactly what those shows are that you love they're TMI shows they are yeah
0: Totally, yeah. yes. all of
1: those shows that like go into these people's lives and they share their deepest, darkest, weird kinks and quirks and all oh that—that's
0: exactly gosh. what that is. My strange addiction is like the yes. biggest TMI show ever. I love it. <laughs> that I is love so it. So funny. Yeah. So you can. Yeah. I, so I've been looking forward to this show all week, um, <laughs> but. But before we get into that, we just want to do a quick reminder that this month, August, we have a Patreon palooza happening over on uh, patreon.com forward slash feminine hijinks podcast. And you can get to it from our website too, feminine hijinks podcast.com, where we are super duper excited to be offering brand new rewards to all of our patrons. And at the end of the show, Suze is going to share a little bit about a, a really cool goal that we We've been teasing for a couple weeks now. Yes, very, very cool.
1: So make sure you check that out.
0: And yeah, again, you'll hear the deets at the end, so you have to listen. Hmm. Yes, yes. So let's talk about your poop, Susan. I know that's not TMI for me. I hear about your poop every week. <laughs> And poop to me is not a, it's, it doesn't bother me, but I'll get into that more later. Tell me about your weekly poop. <laughs> well, I sure will, and
1: I just realized that my poop kind of has something to do with
0: poop, mm. sort of,
1: sort of. So this is going to be funny. So Corman and I are sitting in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already oh my intrigued. God, I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> And you know Uh, I would not edit that shit out. (laughs) Such a good friend you are. I know. Um, Yeah, so um, Corman and I are sitting in bed watching our TV as we do. And you know, Suze feels a little rumbly in her tumbly, so (laughs) she just lets one fly, as one does when you're married and you decide you're just going to give a shit.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally. Let me give you my shit. Let me just give you
1: a whiff of my stinking (laughs) jiff. So so the funniest, you know, this is nothing new, like no new poop to share, right? Uh But the funniest part about it is, well, I got the usual reaction of, oh, like two seconds later, right? Mm -hmm. But what was extra funny about it is I had no idea that my Norwegian husband was doing this he's been doing this online meditation thing. Well he calls it meditation, but it's really one of those breathing I mean it's a sort of meditation, but it's one of those apps that tells you when to breathe. Have yeah. you seen those? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't know that his app had just told him to take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> At the exact moment. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that I, let one fly. So he got like that nice deep, you know, <laughs> meditation breath. <sighs> oh my of gosh. My farticles.
0: Oh. I mean if just... that
1: isn't marriage, if that isn't like twenty-five years of marriage, <sighs> I don't know what is. But the idea that it happened at the exact same time. Yes. I almost fell out of the bed laughing because it was so hilarious. Oh <laughs> my God, like the was.
0: universe was conspiring <laughs> to bring apart po- the perfect storm. But I, I, now you've gifted him with PTSD. He's, he's, every time he hears that app, he's going to get all, Ooh, he's going to smell. He's silent but deadly. <laughs> he's going to smell your phantom farts. <laughs> every time
1: seriously he's gonna be triggered in his meditation but i don't know it's just that combination of him my guy doing a meditation at the same time it's just the whole thing is hilarious i think it's he probably hysterical he had to be there but it was very funny
0: i love that so much i love it and i love the thought of what his face would look like <laughs>
1: You know. I know, if I would have been thinking, I would have taken a picture, but of course I wasn't thinking because I just thought it was an innocent fart, you know? Right. I had yes. no idea.
0: I know, I know. He looks so serious all the time anyway, like he <laughs> always looks serious. It's. <laughs> I just love thinking about that. I'm sure he was not amused at all, but it's a very funny thought. <laughs> Remember, that's his delight face. A
1: long time ago, we had these family portraits taken and... God, in every picture he looked so surly <laughs> and just like he didn't want to be there. And I was like, "God, dude, you know you look so unhappy with your family here, <laughs> like just judgy and unhappy." Because probably because another photographer was taking the picture, and he was like, "What is she doing?" You know, and <laughs> and he's like, "What do you mean?" See, uh, there's a little smile there. What do you mean? I'm a delight. And so <laughs> that's kind of become. Uh, in fact, for his birthday, um, our son got him a, a a beanie and had it actually uh, sewn in. It says, "I'm a delight." Or what? the I've, delight. I've the seen delight. him
0: wear that. I've seen him wear that, and I laugh every time I see that because it's so on his his face. It's it's hysterical. It's I know. just he has so RBF. uh-huh oh, he does, doesn't he? Big time. Oh my gosh, gosh.
1: I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about my my olfactory meditation. Now it's your turn to to share your poop. I've got
0: some poop from across the pond. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Just saying. floating on over. Oh, yeah. So I have been watching less reality shows lately and more British mystery shows. And I, well, Chris has always watched the Masterpiece Theater Mysteries, which are on every summer. There's like three... Um, series that happen and he, he got me kind of hooked on it, right? All and I so, can think about is Cookie Monster watching his was oh, it monster, monster piece theater. theater. Yes, I'm Alistair Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But yeah, so these mystery shows are fantastic and then I, you know, they only last a few weeks and Then there's a break and so I started looking for them and then there's a few on Netflix and So I watched one called Broadchurch, which is like amazing. And now I was like, ah, I started watching one called Hidden, and it was on Hulu, I think. Or anyway, they I watched three episodes and then it was gone. I'm like, what the? hell? I need to find out what happened, right? And so I was like, okay, well, I can get a free week long, you know, trial of Acorn TV, which is like all British TV. Acorn. Acorn, yes. And so I did. And then Chris and I were like, well, it's only five ninety nine a month. We'll just keep acorn, right? And so it's so now I'm watching like I've got all these different <laughs> shows going. And I started asking myself, why do I like these British mystery shows better than American ones? Like what sets them apart? And I started thinking mm. about it. And so here's what I came up with. One, there's way more diversity in it. And and almost every show, there's mixed race couples. Um, Oh, that's cool. There's a lot of women leads in these Mm. mysteries. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's just very and and you know and the people the British people are just not this perfect you know actor type that we have over here in the U.S. Mm. You know where everybody has perfect straight teeth and great skin and you know and everything else like these look like real people and so for that I think it it makes me want to watch it more because it's I it seems less fake I guess Yeah more relatable Right and also there's not as much gratuitous violence or gore they they rely more on Oh well on I'm out But they rely more on like psychological stuff, which I like better than the violence and gore, although they have some. I love that, too. Yeah. And they also like have they do a really good job of making the villain sort of sympathetic character. So even though this guy is a terrible rapist, that keeps women in his cellar he also you see his struggle with his own mother and how she abuses him and flashbacks to him you know him getting abused as a child mm. and whatever and then you feel these mixed feelings that you don't want to feel about this character and yeah, which so, is
1: reality a lot of those people that are doing that shit they've had a really tough life mixed you know with the chemical imbalance of their brains i mean you can't don't. help but feel sorry for him to a certain extent
0: exactly Right. nobody but,
1: wants to be a serial killer
0: Nobody, nobody was born to be a serial killer. I mean, they might have had the predisposed genes to be fucked up, but, you know, nobody wants that.
1: Yeah, when someone asks them
0: in kindergarten what they want to do when they grow up, mm-hmm.
1: that's not what they answer.
0: That's not what they answer. They want to be a serial eater, is what they <laughs> want to be. But yeah. I, just, I just wanted to mention that because if you like those kind of mysteries, there's a really, really, really super good one, I think. It's, it's either on Netflix or Amazon Prime. It's called Broadchurch. And the first season is phenomenal. Like, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. And you literally, they're so unpredictable. Like, you, the end, you f- finally, you know, figure out what's going on. And you're like, what the hell? That's amazing. So, anyway, there it is. There's my, my new obsession, uh, British mystery shows. I love that. I Mm. love you I love that you shared
1: that. It gives us something new to look forward to and think about and all your I love also, this is why we're such good friends, is that you sat down and like, why do I like this so much? Like you had to like (laughs) think it to death. I love that. I do that same kind of thing. It's so cool. I'm gonna take this chance to like dig into my mind again. Uh, Why do I like the things that I like? I love that. I I love that. And again, all on the opposite end, why we're so different is we recently decided that we're paying $5 a month for Shudder, which is the horror movie. Oh, God. <laughs> but I have to say, I haven't been as happy with it, so we might drop it. Yeah. I mean, they do have some of the great classics, like all the Friday the 13th and Halloween's and stuff, but mm-hmm. they don't change it up very much. They have the same... Movies and a lot of them are just B-movies, which sometimes are really fun, but I don't know. It yeah. doesn't sound quite the
0: quality programming that no. you've been watching. Not, not quite <laughs> like the Acorn, t- Acorn TV.
1: Acorn. That's so well,
0: cute. Well, one thing, too, that just real quick I want to mention, some of one of the series that we watch, um, actually all of them um, in the summer, uh, that the, we're in the middle of the last series of the summer, and they're... What's fun and funny is that there's so many cliches in it, like within five, like there's this one, my favorite, it's called Grantchester and it takes place in this little town and there's a detective and there's this vicar who's like terribly good looking, right? And he, and the two of them solve all these murders, right? So like within the first five minutes of the show, somehow in this little tiny town, somebody dies. There's the, They find a body and it's like... What the hell kind of town is this? Where there's a dead body all the time, and then <laughs> and the vicar gets to have like as as much detective work as the detective. Um, so it's just like it's hokey in a way. Some of them are kind of hokey. Oh, totally. But also like really good. So anyway, I'm off. And my the hot vicar. Box. The hot vicar. Vicar. Yes. He <laughs> is really cute. I have to say. Vicar. vicar. The vicar. So anyway. Anyway, onto our TMI. TMI. I know oh I all God. morning I've been singing Sex Pistols EMI. TMI. <laughs> that's perfect. I
1: know. Oh my God. That's funny. I can't believe I didn't think of that.
0: Ah. Oh, but how about some Lumi love?
1: Oh, we better do some Lumi love. That's not too much information. Although, you know, you do get to put it on your stinky bits. On your so, kucha.
0: Yeah, so if you
1: got some Lumi and then you ran to somebody on the street and said, guess what? I have this new Lumi. It's this like amazing 72-hour all-natural deodorant. And I put it on my labia this morning. And then in my taint. That might be too much information.
0: Some people might not want to hear about your swamp ass. (laughs) But some people might.
1: But some people might. Well, then then you got to worry. Yeah. If a stranger on the street gets interested,
0: See, he's got to run sw- the other way. A swamp ass fetish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you don't want to stink and you don't want to talk about all that, then get Lumi. Just go to our website, femininehyjinkspodcast.com. Click on that picture of Lumi and you will automatically be entered in a drawing where you can get free Lumi. So Lumi deodorant, Lumi soaps, which we love, mm-hmm. Lumi wipes. It's all yes. there. It's all it's good. It's all
0: there. Anything you could want or desire, it's there. Desire. Desire. Oh, my gosh. Just a quick little aside. So Chris and I (laughs) have made these, um, you know, lists on Amazon where we keep stuff that we want to look at for later or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. We made this list a long time ago. Anyway, we just recently said we're going to be moving in, which I'll explain later at a different time. We started looking at some things and putting them in that. And for whatever reason, we named the list AC Desires. I love that. AC desires, like that's, yeah, we do desire some of these things. But why would it sounds so pornographic?
1: <laughs> yeah, you better be careful. Once again, you are gonna start getting commercials or ads for I know all sorts
0: of crazy stuff for your and that, desires. That's kind of t- TMI. <laughs> some of that stuff in that list might be a little TMI. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, speaking of TMI. Well,
1: yeah. Well. Yeah. What is So what kind of things do you consider TMI for you? Like if you, someone says to you, Ange, or you come across something that you see or hear or read, like that just makes you cringe.
0: Do you have anything like that? Like, what is it? I've got a couple of things. Um, The biggest one that like popped into my head immediately is when somebody says, oh, can you imagine your parents having sex? Or they say, oh, yeah, I was I walked in on my mom, you know, having this little uh, situation on the bedroom floor. And then then all of a sudden I have to imagine that person's mom doing that. (laughs) That's like TMI because I don't want to picture that. I don't there's certain people I just don't want to picture have. I mean, I don't really want to picture any of my friends having sex, but especially like somebody's mother or somebody's grandmother (laughs) or whatever. Like, that to me is is TMI, and I don't really want to think about that. That's hilarious. Well, two other things. One, sometimes vomit stuff. Like, Ugh. normally, I, I mean, because, you know, when you've got kids, I think after you have kids and you, they've you've kind of they're they're, you know, past the toddler stage, you've dealt with so many bodily fluids, you've pushed out babies, you've had a million hands up your vajayjay, like, it's been <laughs> a, nothing feels like it's too much vomit. So I think just because I have this reaction, like when I, I see people do it, or I smell it, like it makes me uh, uh, like that. Yes, to me, I think is I I don't want to hear about the contents of your vomit. I don't care if you tell me that you vomited, but I just don't want to picture the contents of someone's vomit.
1: Oh, gross. That's so specific. And I know I've shared on this podcast that I actually have kind of a phobia around that. So Mm -hmm. that's a huge TMI for me, too. Like, again, if someone just says, oh, I was sick last night, um, whatever. But I do if anybody talks about it, even if I read about it, I get anxious.
0: Yeah, right, right. And and then also I don't like seeing pictures post accidents, like car accidents or whatever. Oh, when yeah. When people's legs are twisted the other way. Oh. Like I don't wanna see that. I don't wanna hear about that because it just makes my cooch feel all oof.
1: <laughs> I can't. I get do it. that cr- I always call that the crotchy feeling. And I yes. feel that when I'm when I, I for heights. Me too. Like, I feel that
0: with heights too.
1: Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like it just ooh, you could just feel it down in your crotch. You crotchy feeling.
0: It is a tall crotchy feeling. And then the only other thing is like eye stuff. Like I don't want to hear about people getting, you know, LASIK surgery or things that in the eyes. I don't eyes freak me out. So I don't want to hear anything about eye situations. Oh, that's so interesting. But other than that, I'm open. (laughs) What about you?
1: Uh, Well, I didn't write the vomit thing down, but that's pretty much a thing. Um, I'm not going to mention a person specifically, (laughs) but I know a person. It's me, isn't it? It's not you. (laughs) It's not you. And it's not me (laughs) who has been known to share sordid details about their sex life. Now, Uh I am totally fine if we are talking about it. And people want to share things that they do Uh or things that they enjoy. Like, that's totally fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. But it's things like, okay, this is even just saying this is going to gross me out. I've had someone tell me that they, someone made them really wet. Oh, okay. Ew. Like, I don't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) that kind of information. That is too much information for me. It just gives me the creeps even talking about it. You would just rather
0: assume that the wetness exists versus (laughs) being told.
1: Yeah, throw like a case of loomy at him. Here, put that down there. I don't want to hear about it. You know, I don't know. It's just like details like that just feel too, I don't know, it's almost too personal. It's Uh one thing to say, you know, I like butt sex or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Done. But I don't need to hear like all of the details about what that's like. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I don't know if that makes me prudy. Maybe it does, which would surprise you all, I'm sure. But that's a TMI thing for me. Okay. Um, scrolling through Facebook and seeing somebody's open wound. Like, (laughs) why if you stub your toe on the refrigerator and you had to go to the emergency room, do you feel the need to take a close-up picture of that bloody pussy toe that I may be (sighs) eating breakfast and there it is? Like, (sighs) ew. (laughs) That is too much information for me. Anything like that. Or like those things that'll show someone popping a zit. Uh huh. or things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew! Like, that totally grosses me out. Oh, I don't God, need to see that funny. shit. Or someone says, oh, my God, can you believe this spider I found? Does anybody know what kind of spider this is? Oh. And there's a close-up picture of this giant fucking spider staring me in the face that I wasn't prepared for. That's TMI for me. Okay. I don't want to see that spider. Okay? <laughs> Smell my finger. <laughs> that is a huge TMI for me. <laughs> Did somebody actually say that to you? <laughs> well, no, but just the idea of someone saying, you know, how everybody will be like, "This really stinks." Here, smell it. Yeah, no, I don't want to smell it. That's that's like the equivalent to smell my finger to me. That's like, oh God! If someone said, now you know, your glove was fine. Because I knew your glove probably wasn't going to smell like butt or something. Uh-huh. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Although, who knows, you know, what you were doing with that glove. But oh, my gosh. I, I trust you, so I know you wouldn't do that to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, I'm the kind of person that even if I'm, if I'm working with raw meat in the kitchen, mm-hmm. I have to breathe through my mouth. To me, that has the stinkiest, like, I don't like stinky smells. Yeah. So, if someone wants me to smell this rotten cottage cheese or something like that, and no, that's TMI for me. I don't need that. But you don't care about farts? I need that in my life. Well, I don't love smelling other people's farts, (laughs) but I I still think they're funny. (laughs) Of course, never as funny as my own. (laughs)
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't have any problem hearing anything about sex, I don't think. I just don't want to hear about people's moms having sex. Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah, it is. Oh. I think I've got this fascination, this curiosity with people's intimate details, whether it's sex or whether it's like stuff. What if it's their dads? You Oof, said moms. No. No. No, I don't want to hear it. No. Hilarious. Uh huh. I know. Sometimes I'll say to Chris, God, can you imagine? Do you think your parents are still having sex? i would be like, I don't want to think about it. I'm like, no, yeah. that's so funny. Uh, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. So, I and,
1: mean, and you... the funny thing about it is that doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't it? Nope. Nope. Doesn't bother oh. me to think about my parents having me or someone else's mom and dad How doing Corey's it. about Corey's mom. Uh, no, I don't care. It's oh. a fact of life. Facts no. of life. No, nope, it doesn't bother me. But if she came to me and told me, like you know, <laughs> that she had a quivering vagina or something,
0: I'd be like, ah, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. You know, I think so much of this stuff is context. Like, there's definitely certain friends that I would tell all of these details about my sex life. And I, then there's some people that I'd be like, eh, I think they'd probably be uncomfortable. And I really don't feel like sharing that part of myself. So I'm just not. And if, and it all depends, I wouldn't like come right out and say, oh, let me tell you about this. <laughs> But if we were having a conversation about sex,
1: right, or whatever, I think that's different too. like this person I'm talking about, this stuff comes out of the blue while you're sitting at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. or whatever, they just start talking about that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, but I would not have a problem like with you, Ange. if I sat Mm -hmm. down and said, you know, I want to ask you a question about this, or talk to you about this, that wouldn't bother me at all. So right. I think it does have a lot to do with the context. It has to do with like, if you feel really comfortable with somebody, that's different.
0: Totally. When it comes to that. Yeah. Agree. Totally. Agree. Totally. So what are things that you will or won't share?
1: All right. Well, I kind of made a list of yes yeah. or
0: no's Things I could
1: think of off the top of my head, like what do a lot of people consider TMI and how do I feel on the situation? So I thought it'd be fun to go through some of them and you can answer how you feel too. Okay, cool. All right. So, what about your age? Oh, I don't I'll care. Tot- yeah, I'll totally yeah. share my age. I never care. I no, never care. And mm-hmm. I'm not offended if someone asks me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, money information. How
0: are you about sharing stuff about money? It depends on the person. Me too. And I think that's weird because people are so. I, I mean, money is such a volatile subject. Yeah. You know? Um. But, I mean, my close friends, like you or you know, any of my other, I, there's a small group of people that I feel like I could tell anything about money to. Like it doesn't. It doesn't feel weird. I wouldn't post about it on on Facebook or like I wouldn't. We just recently bought a condo, which I'll share about another time. Like, I don't care if you know how much it costs, but there's other people that I just am going to send them some pictures of it. Like they don't, yes. they don't need to see the whole Zillow ad that has all the financial detail. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes. there's just certain people that I, I don't really, and, and I don't know why that is because money, we make it like such a subject that is uncomfortable. What's the reason why we don't want them to know how much we paid for something? What's yeah. that reason?
1: I know. And it's kind of like we talked about last time. You know, we Mm -hmm. talked a little bit about that whole thing about money and the shame that comes along with it and our relationship with money. I don't know. I think it has to do with you're afraid some people will judge you yeah, um, by how much you're spending. You don't want other people to feel bad if they're like, oh, my God, they can afford that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's that, too. Um, And yeah, I mean, money does feel and it is like a personal thing. So I'm the same way, way you are like. For my friends or whatever, I don't mind telling people how much my co- house costs or mm-hmm. how much I make it work or yeah. anything like that. And and like, in fact, when I was looking for a job a long time ago, someone else had had a, um, a similar job somewhere else. And so I reached out to her and I'm like, you don't have to answer this, you know, but how much can you do you mind telling me like how much you make a year? Because I'm curious, like what to ask for, because I knew they were going to ask me and I didn't know. And she was like, I really don't want to share that information. And I didn't feel bad about that because I, I mean, I, I fully said to her, you don't have to if you don't want. But part right. of me was like, that's so interesting, because I would be fine with sharing like like me. So too. that's the kind of thing I mean, like, I think like you said, it really depends on the circumstance and it depends on the person. But there are some people like this person I just talked about who are very closed about that subject. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So interesting. it's interesting. Now I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this with yours, and I'm sure you know mine. Religion.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I I don't mind talking about it. Here's the thing. It's the same thing with politics. Like I don't. I know I'm not going to change people's minds. People that are really devout and have their beliefs as much. And the same thing. They're not going to change my mind. Like everybody's got their beliefs. I don't like debating at all. Um, I don't like conflict at all. So I will talk about religion with people of like mind. I don't want to talk about it with people who have opposing viewpoints. And I and I know that that's, you know, everybody gets to have their viewpoint. I just don't want to I don't want to debate it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do. I it's funny because I am a very non-traditional religious person, Mm -hmm. but I'm fascinated by religion, I'm fascinated by all the different kinds of religion, why people think what they think, um, anything like <laughs> – I am in love with Catholic icons and pictures and like if I could, I would have like those statues all over just because I just think they're so beautiful and there's something mm-hmm. very historical and old world about all that art and yes. that I just – Love, But I don't really believe in the, you know, subject matter, but like all the rules and and ideals that are behind that I don't necessarily believe in. But I, you know, I'm one of those people and I know you are, too, that it's all the same to me. You know, religion, whatever you believe, whatever your God is or how you see it to me, it's all kind of basically the same thing. Trying to be good people, Mm -hmm. um, trying to look at the bigger picture in the world that it's not all just about us. That kind of thing. Um, so I love talking about religion. And even if someone is, you know, of a different faith than I am. But like you said, I don't want to argue about it. I don't want any conflict. I don't want someone trying to tell me that I need to to know the way. And if I don't believe a certain way, then I'm, you know, implying that I'm going to go to hell. or something. I don't need that shit in my life. No. But to have a conversation about religion or if someone asks me, you know, are you this or that or whatever? I totally don't feel like I need to not say yeah. how you know, I, I you
0: No, know, I agree. I, I guess I am on the same page as you. But what I find most fascinating, of course, when I go to the cultish part of things is Scientology, <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, that's oh, what yeah. I'm fascinated about. Like, Catholic is fine, but I want to hear about all the Scientology Conspiracy theory, like oh yeah, I love hearing about that
1: because that's like a mystery book coming to life. I mean, there's so many things that are so hard to wrap, at least for us, Mm -hmm. and you know, to wrap our heads around why they think that way or why they do what they do, that it is fascinating. Totally, yeah, totally, yep, yep. So we talked about sex talk already. Mm -hmm. That was another subject. So you're obviously fine with sharing whatever, depending on the person, depending on the person, right? And I'm a little more closed about that more, I guess, because of my husband. Like, he is a very closed person Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. He's Norwegian, you know. So I know that he wouldn't appreciate me talking about a lot of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, yeah. So I'm a little more closed about sharing that kind of stuff. More, I think, out of respect for him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. Obviously, it's a shared topic, so... I just feel like he wouldn't be someone that would talk about detail, so I usually don't.
0: And I mean, I don't talk about everything, but same reason, you know, because some things are just you know between us. But like general things, right? Or or if I wanted to confide in you on something specific that maybe I didn't want to share with anybody else, and just say this happened, what do you think about it? Like, I would feel okay divulging something. Super private with you, but maybe not with other people. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Yeah, even I if agree. E-
0: even if it felt like something that my husband wouldn't want me to share, maybe I mm-hmm. would be okay sharing with you, but knowing that the cone of silence. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's going to listen to this and go, oh, what is she saying? What is she talking about? <laughs> I mean, don't worry, but- me, Chris. I don't know anything at this no. point. <laughs> no. Nothing, (laughs) nothing. But yeah, so yeah, I think that I think I'm probably more private now than I used to be. Mm. And I don't don't know why, but it just I I don't know. So yeah, that's where I stand.
1: I yeah, I'm the same, same, but probably a little more closed than you Mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. But yeah, same thing. Like with people I really, really trust. Of course, I could share Mm -hmm. certain things, you know. Yeah, not a problem. So what about like? Um, needing to go to a therapist or oh, something like that. I don't
0: give like a that. shit about that. Yeah, me neither.
1: Some people are really
0: embarrassed by that, though. I know, I know, but I don't know. I think it's a sign of a healthy person. Or being
1: on medication. Like, I I'm telling care. everybody, guess what, guys, I'm on medication for anxiety and depression. Right. I don't give a shit who knows that. It's a chemical imbalance, and a lot of us need that. And I do know that there's other work involved, you know, but hey that's the way it is and Mm -hmm. if someone wants to judge me for that they can
0: I don't give a shit and don't you think too that that some people are like glad that you bring it up because then they feel more you know relatable and they feel you know less shame maybe because you're open about it so I don't know I just I find that I will talk about a lot of things that people find uncomfortable just because maybe it will help them feel less shame around it yeah, and I
1: think that has a lot to do with the fact that we don't feel shameful about it. Mm-hmm. No one, you know, we're lucky, probably in our lives, no one has made us feel shame about it because that's probably why people do. At some point in their lives, someone made them feel badly that they need to go see a therapist or that they want to go see a therapist or that mm-hmm. they need some medication to help. Especially or men, I think. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to admit that they need that. But, you know, I think honestly I'm one of those people that thinks everybody should probably see a therapist at some point in their life or a life coach Mm -hmm. just somebody that they feel like they can work through some things with that aren't going to give them a biased opinion because even your best friends, they're going to give you a biased opinion. And even when you tell them, I want you to be honest with me, we're going to sugarcoat a little bit because we love our peeps and we don't want right. them to feel bad, you know. So I think for any of us to be healthy, no matter if you even if you don't think you have problems in your life, I think it's just a good idea to do that at, so, at certain points that you feel kind of stuck or whatever. My life you know? would look
0: completely different now had I not been to therapy over the years oh
1: my gosh i know same same Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i don't know why this made me think of it but like back to the sex thing like Mm -hmm. i don't mind i don't know what this has to do with therapy but something popped into my head (laughs) i don't mind telling people oh like the fact that a lot of people need this i also think that a lot of women should have a vibrator
0: oh yeah for sure
1: i think all of them should actually i think I i think most of them do I don't feel like that's a taboo or weird thing. That's the other thing that I am open about: sex toys. Uh, I remember having, <laughs> having one of those parties years and years ago. Remember when it was like a really big thing—those yes. sex part, sex toy parties. So I hosted one at my house. And at the time, I was going to this church pretty regularly, and I had this group of girlfriends. We called ourselves the Jezebels, and we would, you know, go on retreats. And we were all very kind of body women who weren't like what you would most people would consider churchy women. Mm-hmm. But yet, one of the women in that group wouldn't come to my party because it was on a Sunday. What? And it was about sex toys. Oh, that's and interesting. I was like. Yeah, and I just, it kind of made me sad in a way because I was like, you know, again, it puts shame into that, into like, you know, doing something that feels good for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, there's n- absolutely nothing wrong with that. That is so healthy to figure out what makes you feel good and to mm-hmm. feel good, and it doesn't mean you have to sneak off and do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's something that you can share with your partner that they might really enjoy. Right. So, I understand being shy about it and not like quite knowing how to go about getting them and, you know, how it is, obviously, it's an embarrassing topic for people cuz it involves sex. Mm-hmm. But I am someone who truly believes 100% that if you, if there's any part of you that wants a sex toy, you should have it. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep. I agree. 100%. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And I, that's one thing I think you're more open about talking about that than I am. Oh, isn't that interesting? It is. I'll talk about sex in general more than you will, but then you'll take this detour. <laughs> Into the vibrator zone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I just live a few blocks from sex world. Well, that's the thing,
1: though. I don't love going in those stores. Mm -hmm. So here's a funny thing. When I was like, oh, almost, I was probably eight months pregnant, nine months. I don't know. I was huge, ready to pop. And, you know, like a lot of people have a lot of sex when they're big and pregnant. We didn't really. I mean, we were kind of. You know, it just was like sometimes, but not all the time anyway. So, especially toward the very end, it just wasn't that comfortable. And so I kind of felt bad for the Corman. So I thought it would be funny. It was like around Valentine's Day. I went into one of those stores to get like a porno movie. And I thought mm-hmm. it would just be really funny, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So <laughs> I'm shopping around in there. And, you know, I. It's so funny because I went up to the sales guy, the poor guy. I mean, he was like this young. And I'm like, all right, I know this is a funny question, but I know nothing about these things. Is there anything like that I- at least is some kind of a good movie like that has a plot? that like Is there anything you would recommend? And he just was like... He goes, well, you know, a lot of people like that Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson thing. And I thought, oh, oh, God, that would be hilarious. Yes, that's what I want. So I walk back in this area and I'm trying to find it. And it's like 60 bucks. And this was back in video cassette, videotape days. I'm like, I am not spending $60 on this silly, <laughs> like, you know, thing. Well, but meanwhile, there's a guy in there. Looking at videos and he keeps looking at me. Ew. And then he I know. And then he starts talking to me and he's like, My girlfriend was so hot when she was pregnant. I just wanted to do her all the time. Ew, and gross. He's like asking me, Do you guys like get it on all the time? And I'm just like, ah So I just like grabbed something and ew, paid ew, the cheap I found the cheapest thing I could find and ran out of there.
0: Oh so I don't
1: like going into those places and buying yeah. things. I like buying them online. Or there's a cool store around here, actually, um, The Smitten Kitten. I love that store. That's a good store. And they're store. very – it doesn't feel creepy like that mm-hmm. at all. It's very – It's very female-friendly. Yeah.
0: very, female yes. very educational-oriented. It's, it's
1: like going into Target, you know? Mm-hmm. Going into yeah. Target, except they're a lot more helpful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is the best. That's the best – store here in the twin cities i think for that yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. so i think if you can find a place like that it's great to yeah to go in and actually see a lot of different things but mm-hmm. otherwise sex world no that's a little too
0: creepy it, by yeah for me. it is i've been in that store but it's yeah the the, the the best thing i can say about that store is it's very very clean oh really that's good yeah and it's like a suit it's huge i actually you, have been in there once years ago And you can ride the giant penis. It's like one of those horses that you put quarters in, except (laughs) it's a giant
1: penis. Of course, I'm thinking after post-COVID, we need to go in there and do something for feminine hygiene. We need to ride the penis.
0: We do need to ride the penis. Oh, my God. Do they have those peep show things in there? Like those windows? Okay, those fascinate me. They fascinate me, too. Do you know what? Did you ever read Diablo Cody's book? No. Well, she, you know, she lived here and she was a stripper and she worked at Sex World. Oh. Um. And in those peep show things. <gasps> and so it's all, it's documented. Yeah, I think I still have, I still have my copy. I'll give it to you. Oh, yeah. That's totally one of those lottery. things that's like cults. Like I'm totally fascinated with the <laughs> counterculture lifestyles and all yeah. of these things. Yes, yes. So yeah. anyway, yeah.
1: Okay, moving on. All right, moving on. Uh, that's all I got. Do you have any
0: that you came up with? Um... Okay, well, any kind of lady subjects, I'm fine talking about. It depends on the person, like, yeah. you know, hysterectomy stuff or mu- mucus plug stuff or like oh, yeah. anything like that. Stuff that stuff doesn't
1: gross me out at all. No. So people are so grossed out and freaked out of talking about like all that kind of stuff.
0: I'm fine too. Right. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, childbirth mm-hmm. stuff, That's was fine. And I know, and as I was looking online, people were saying, Oh my God, like as soon as somebody's pregnant, all the women are talking about their childbirth experiences and it's so gross and it's so annoying. But I don't know, to me, it feels like a way to connect because we all were feeling similar things. We maybe handled it different ways, but.
1: Agreed. Was that men that said that though? I don't know.
0: I don't know. It was on Reddit, so I don't know who it was, but but i i just feel like there is that sisterhood that comes yeah. from having gone through childbirth and it's it's a pain and it's um an experience that no one can understand unless they've been through it.
1: You know, it's funny that you mentioned that though. As much as i can talk about it till it's blue in the face, but tmi for me is watching childbirth. Ew. Oh. Okay. I don't I wouldn't want to be in the room with someone like when we were at the state fair and they have that miracle of birth yeah. barn where like the big old cows and pigs are pooping out babies. I'm mm-hmm. like, nope. I don't need to see that. Like it may yeah. be a miracle, but I don't need to see it. Like I, bleh, I just think that's really gross for me. So, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people think it's just very beautiful, which, of course, it is but I just, for some reason, I'm just, I do, I am kind of grossed out by super, like, I can watch movies, but to actually see someone be really bloody or that mm-hmm. would be really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, this has been a fun subject.
1: <laughs> That's a note to end on. Bloody yes.
0: childbirth. Bloody childbirth. All and not the to men mention- that are listening to this, you know, the few men are just like, ah, running away, screaming. <laughs> Exactly. And not to mention that you're pooping while you're pushing out a baby and you're tearing. Oh, my God. And then they have to go in and sew you up like everybody that's listening now is probably like, okay, this is TMI.
1: Right. And like <laughs> men, especially, they don't want to hear about periods. They no. don't want to hear. Remember how I ran over to the corpsman and made him smell my pad when my yes. water broke?
0: Yes. And yes. Gosh. I'm sure he was like, TMI. <laughs> <I> know. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. But so what do we have
1: next week? Do we know? Oh, we have so many different things to talk about that we've talked about, but we forgot to pick one. Oh, yeah.
0: It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. We've had so much on
1: our minds with
0: Patreon. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So tell everybody what our goal is for this month.
1: Yes. So we've talked about our big Patreon relaunch, how we have all these great new things um, with the different tiers that you can support us with. And we've decided that we also want to give back. So we obviously um, appreciate so much what you guys can share and give. So we're going to have a special little announcement when we hit 20. When we hit 20 patrons, which is not very many really, um, we are going to give a certain amount. We still have to figure out exactly what that's going to be, but we're going to give a part of our proceeds to something called the Jeremiah Program, which is actually a local uh, non for profit. Program here in it's actually in St. Paul, not in Minneapolis, but you know, we're the twin Cities, So it's all the same. We're all one. But they provide housing and services to break the cycle of poverty for single mothers and their children. Mm -hmm. So they do so much for women and children, you know, with housing with mental, mental health. All sorts of things, you know, helping them pick their feet up off the ground and get going again and just support. And we feel very strongly about supporting other women. And so this is something that we would really love to do. So we're hoping that's another incentive to know that if you support us, you are also going to be helping to support the Jeremiah program.
0: That is right. And it is a fine program and we can't wait to um, engage with them and to show our support for their community so yeah so we'll be posting about it and uh, we'll post links to the um to the organization so you can learn more about it yeah so yeah so check us out on patreon.com forward slash feminine hijinks podcast and you can click over to it from our website as well Yay. yay Well, come back next week where we are here every single Monday. This week was Wednesday, or not last week was Wednesday, but usually it's every other Monday (laughs) or every Monday. Gosh, I need more coffee. You can find us on feminine and you can download us and listen also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Tune in. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram as well. We post some fun things and usually have some great engagement. You can meet some other women who are of like mind and men too. And uh, <laughs> Patreon, which we just shared.
1: So much, so much coming at you every week. So we will see you guys. Have a wonderful week. Be safe. Be kind. And we'll see you next time. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.